Uh, are we talking about the whole series or just episode one? Well, I thought, well, what are we going to talk about? I don't know what we're talking about. I thought we were going to talk about Gunpowder Milkshake. I thought you had some shit to say, like you didn't like our podcast. <laughs> I don't have enough to say for a podcast. I object. We've made too many compromises already. Too many retreats. The line must be drawn here. This far, no farther. Hello, this is Max and Jason watching movie. I'm Max, and at this point, you would generally hear I'm Jason from Jason, but he's not here tonight. His computer seems to be having issues, or his internet is having issues. So I decided to pivot to an angry listener who did not agree with our assessment of Gunpowder Milkshake, starring uh, Karen Gillan, Lena Haiti. You guys remember it from the last episode. It was a great episode, but uh, this listener didn't agree with us, and uh, she thought the the episode was a lot better. So I decided to let her to give her a chance to kind of combat our our review. Audience, full disclosure, this angry, furious listener is my daughter, Anya. Anya, introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Anya. <laughs> Thanks Anya. for giving me this platform. Yes, yes, yes. I did the art for this podcast. Oh, that's, I, audience, I have got to say that if you ever look at the art, I'm sure you do, of our podcast, our, our little thumbnail, Anya designed this art. So it's really upsetting that she finds our review of Gunpowder Milk she could be off-putting, unsettling, uh, infuriating. Uh, she threatened to disown me, but I'm her father. Uh, she didn't um, say any of those things, but she did the great art. I'll have more to say about that at the close of the episode. Um, but but Anya did a great job. Anya, you were well compensated for that art, weren't you? I was. Yes, yes, you wouldn't do it for free. Which is <laughs> so, Anya, you watched Gunpowder Milkshake. I did watch it. And you listened to our podcast about Gunpowder Milkshake. Yes. Well, I think a lot of your guys' complaints were rooted in the fact that you guys are religious followers of uh, like action movies and uh, just watching the movie that wasn't something that I was necessarily taking in like I was like this is cool but I wasn't like watching it that closely okay like like you guys do like you've been doing martial arts for longer than I've been alive so that's a that's a that's something the audience doesn't need to know um, <laughs> it's just not something I look at as closely so I wasn't really as bothered by that as you and Jason were so you weren't bothered at all by the bowling alley fight scene no i don't think so i was bothered because i was watching with a friend of mine who was shit talking the dialogue and i was like shut up let me listen to this i was trying to watch the movie but so so your friend agrees with jason my co-host about the dialogue (laughs) I guess the dialogue was a little stilted in the first couple scenes. It, um, it was uneven, is, is the word. Yeah. I, I, now, now, folks, this is a good opportunity for me to kind of say something about the movie. Jason and I were pretty critical of the film, but I liked the movie. Okay. I hope that that comes... I, I don't know if that came across, but I really liked the movie as just a, as just a connoisseur of the film. But I think you're probably right that we, we watched them pretty closely, so we kind of pick up these things. Yeah, you guys watched it with different eyes than I did um watch them with superior eyes but i, I just got the i don't need reading glasses oh jesus christ uh my daughter is coming for me today so so the bullying alley scene didn't bother you what did you what what did you did you what did you like about the movie what 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 sold you okay. on really i might be a little biased because i had recently watched black widow and sadly i was really disappointed by that movie what 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 <laughs> what has never it's never happened to me when i'm i was so upset I, it's never happened that i've like watched a marvel movie and i've been like i 
didn't I was like tried to not dislike it and then I was just really angry at the end of it and then I watched Gunpowder Milkshake and it was this team of girls kicking ass and it was so much more compelling to me oh wow yeah. Did you watch Black Widow by yourself or did you have like evil people talking in your ear? No, I watched it with a friend, but I was just watching it and I was like, I was disappointed. I um well we're gonna we're gonna table that and we are gonna have folks, you hear it here first. We are going to have Anya be the third co-host when Jason and I tackle Black Widow soon. So I, I watched want... it. Well, I will say I watched it a second time and I liked it more the second time, but so we'll watch we'll it again before that. we do the third episode before we do the episode so you can watch it a third time it's important to me that the movie grows on here before we tackle the movie <laughs> um, but but I, I I definitely want to hear what you have to say about Black Widow but I but but maybe maybe we'll table a lot of that for the Black Widow episode of Max and Jason watch a movie I have a lot to say about that movie I can't wait to hear what you have to say about that movie. <laughs> but so but Gunpowder Milkshake you found more Anya just yawned a little bit so she's very bored by this process <laughs> Uh, but you found this more compelling. Tell me why. Why you find it more compelling? I felt like the relationships in the film, uh, at least between Karen Gillan's character and uh, the girl, was more compelling. It was like I wanted, I cared about them. Yeah, yeah. And fair. the the relationship and the problem where she killed his dad. I was worried about that. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was just fun. Okay, no, you know? I could see that. I could see that. So you didn't mind the bowling alley scene? What yeah, you- I don't know. I, I I guess if I think about it, I mean it's not as it's not as good action as other movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but yeah. it was still it was I was just like I love Karen Gillan, so it was just oh, really fun all, to see all, her. Right, it was really fun to see her bashing people with a bowling ball. Uh, I've always wanted to hit people with a bowling ball. <laughs> um, Don't so do that. You're an artist, and I I have been curious about the movie in this perspective. What did you mm-hmm. think the color palette of the movie? I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it was it was really colorful (laughs) (laughs) thank you uh madam obvious (laughs) it reminded me of the scene in john wick where he's going through the nightclub yep 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 but throughout most of the whole movie and it it really fit gunpowder milkshake i think just with all the characters and the theme and the vibes of the movie yeah i I, my brilliance led me to say of gunpowder milkshake that this was a neon noir um, yes, I like that. Do you think that's fair? Yeah, yeah. I, I was just thinking the color palette is a lot more. It's not as necessarily realistic in it. I was just thinking if it was like a comic book script and I had to draw it or color it, mm-hmm. that would be. I mean, like I can see how someone would do that in a two D media. So uh-huh. it's really cool to see them put it into this action movie. So as somebody who has done storyboards, did you did you is this a movie you would have wanted to do storyboards for maybe I mean, I mean could you see yourself having a lot of fun on this on this film yeah i think so yeah yes <laughs> okay, okay storyboards are pretty tedious i mean they do look at a little bit but if anybody in any future possible employers are listening don't be discouraged because i will still do them <laughs> yep so we talked about so jason and i were a little down on that scene no but we really liked the fight at the hospital between uh uh okay 
can't remember her name. The gunpowder. Karen? Sam? Karen Gillan's character. And the characters in the script, in I'm sorry, in the cast list, I think are called the Boneheads. Yeah. Uh, and, that's what she calls uh, them. Yeah. Well, okay. That's that, that's why they're called the Boneheads. I really <laughs> I really did enjoy this fight in the in the film, in the hospital where everybody's like, well, not her, obviously, where they're all kind of addled by laughing gas. And I thought these guys did a pretty good job. Did you like this scene? I thought this was one of the better scenes of the movie. Actually, I thought it was really fun. I liked the team up between the little girl and how her her arms didn't work yes 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 oh. <laughs> i know I, 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 i'm glad you liked it I, I thought that was a lot of, that was a fun scene too oh there's something really fun about or i don't know if it's fun but it's just something i enjoy seeing in media but like just when a little kid does something extremely violent i don't know <laughs> it's not i don't know it's just a it's a fun thing to see not in real life obviously but folks i just want to i just want to take a moment for all of us <laughs> to kind of marvel at the perfection of my parenting <laughs> i've done a good job i think that we can we could stop right there but uh that's the scene that i thought did a good job of kind of homaging a lot of other action scenes without clearly aping anything i mean there's a great there's a great the, the lighting is really great in that scene yeah it's pretty imaginative i really like i don't know if i talked about this in our episode on gunpowder milkshake mm. but i really like the way they laughed when they would get hurt by her because they're all addled by the laughing gas you know yeah. somebody would die they would laugh about it and i thought that was pretty i, th- I thought the acting of the boneheads was unaccountably brilliant i don't know what yeah i, I really when they all died what did you think Go ahead. I'm sorry, I've spoken over well, you. Talk, talk, talk. I, no, I, I'm also speaking over you. <laughs> but I really liked the scene before that when they were on the laughing gas and the doctor came in and just how much pain they were in and how they couldn't stop laughing. Like, I thought that was fun. Now, that that, that actor who, who plays the doctor has been in a lot of things. That is, yeah. He was in space. He was the, the, the drug dealer from space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he's... Uh, what else? He, he, what else has he been in though because i feel like he's been in something more recent obviously well, he's in a lot of stuff he's in oh gosh he was in a movie with brie larson i might be picturing someone else because he kind of looks like the lizard from the amazing spider-man it's not the same guy i know it's not the same guy but he's the he's the drug dealer from it's brie larson oh yeah i mean why do why do fans hate brie larson in the marvel movies tell me this i don't understand this right now like, i she, don't know like everybody's like she, everybody seems to be down on her and like everybody wants her to but stop playing uh, Captain Marvel, but I don't want her to stop playing Captain Marvel. What exactly are they saying? I, don't I know, know a lot of. I, I see people be like, uh, I see like YouTube about like how everybody hates her. I don't click oh. on any of these videos because I don't believe any of it. But but oh, she's in Kong Skull Island, but that's not what I want to say. Free Fire is the movie that uh, this other guy's in. Uh, this the doctor from Michael Smiley, but he's been in everything. Michael Smiley, but but why does everybody hate uh, Brie Larson on you? It, I think it's just rooted in, in sexism because. Scarlett Johansson has always gotten hate as Black Widow. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people that just hate her character. Really? That makes yeah. no sense to me. That makes no sense to me. <laughs> Our kids are super opinionated and I just have to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> grind out grind out to that degree. Uh, this was really silly when um, Captain Marvel first came out. Everyone was angry that she wasn't smiling. That Brie Larson wasn't what? smiling in the poster. What? Yeah. yeah. Um, but 
was like, no, no, no one else is smiling. This is serious business. No shit. No shit. Have they not seen in gotta save the galaxy? I'm gonna yeah. look something up really quickly. I am furious right now. And I, I it's not just the rum talking. I think it's just fanboys, you know? I, I mean, like tonight, Jason and I were gonna begin discussing uh He-Man. Yes. And well, I know a lot I'm of people are angry about Tila. I was gonna go after fanboys pretty hard before his computer like went all skynet on us you know who's not smiling in the iron man poster fucking <laughs> robert downey jr anyone in the original iron man poster not a single person is smiling no nope. well, if you look at any comic book cover no one's ever smiling that's not true there are comic book covers where people smile well it's not a lot <laughs> now you're, you're right you're right you're right though not dynamic it's not dynamic i i defer to you you're the art expert <laughs> um anyway back to the the movie at hand that we were we were brought in to discuss we may gunpowder milkshake let's see if uh let's see if let's look at the poster for gunpowder milkshake honey and see if i think it's just a milkshake is the milkshake smiling <laughs> no i think it's bloody let's see no oh. i have a, I have oh, a big I... mixed poster and not a single person is smiling well they're killers why would they be smiling well you would think the librarians would smile a little bit there oh. books who who's that woman you have a crush on what <laughs> don't come <laughs> on about this angela bassett it's angela michelle yo and michelle yo and michelle yo yeah now she's smiling in one of them well she's not smiling in the poster i'm looking at lena Headey is smiling a little bit but it looks like she's smiling because she might be about to blow someone's head off and that's not a that's not a legitimate smile that's not a happy let smile. me ask you this question well go ahead i'll let you ask. well when i google gunpowder milkshake the blurb about what it's about is to protect an eight-year-old girl a dangerous assassin reunites with her mother and her lethal associates to take down a ruthless crime syndicate and its army of henchmen do you think that really is what the movie's about because i don't know if it really encapsulates i think that i think that it's a fine i let me, let me read it again i'm but a little, not like a little, she's set out loaded on on no see the tagline i've got is this three let me get a hold on let me get my movie ad on voice on <laughs> three generations of women fight back against those who could take everything from them that's what i've got oh well that's I don't think it's about better. that either i mean it's a better tagline i mean it is but it's like or it doesn't really matter these guys are all assholes and i don't think that at no point in the film does does the fact that they're women and the other mafioso are men really play into it like there's the, the mafiosos aren't really sexist i don't think did you get that from them they, no. all, they all respect sam that's karen gillen's character yeah i mean they all realize she's dangerous even the laughing gas guys realize she's dangerous they knew it uh, uh, the boneheads are pretty inept i did like that a lot about the movie that um they weren't sexualized at all and no, it weren't. wasn't like like uh the the new ghostbusters or like an, where it's like it's it's an all-female cast but it's not about that it's like yeah. i mean yeah it is kind of about that but that's not what they're hammering into you you know they didn't talk about that at all no 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 i know yeah. i agree but you're right because it is sort of about that but it, in the same way that captain marvel is sort of about that but it never really goes out of its way to be a quote-unquote feminist message but yeah i mean it, it is sort of it's subtler and i think it's a little more powerful in that way i mean this just this just has a bunch of badass women uh, and badass guys doing badass things and it sort of doesn't draw attention to that and i think that that's okay does that yeah. sound fair i don't know yeah i mean it's just it's just fun because all of these women are actors 
characters that I also like, and it's just cool to see them being badasses and, and hitting people with hammers. I mean, I would have liked that hammer hitting scene if it had been better lit and... I Yeah, I understand what you're saying about that. And, and actually, that's not actually a problem I only noticed with this movie. Some Netflix films seem to shoot too dark, and I don't know... And I, and I don't know why that is. Jason and I wonder if it isn't because with this film specifically, if it isn't because the director is is, is still a fairly new director. You know, mm-hmm. still a young director getting his feet under him and his camera work uh, under him, and he doesn't quite know how to flatter all of his actors with with his camera. All is the this time. his first movie? It's not his first movie. He's uh, he's done uh, Navut Papashudo Papushado. Sorry uh, for all of our Israeli listeners. I apologize. Don't stop listening. He, <laughs> He's directed. Oh, he's directed three movies. Three I films see. and a short for ABC. I mean, I see a lot of his influence in this movie. He doesn't really go out of his way to hide it. And I don't. I don't mm-hmm. mind that. I don't mind that at all. I mean, I'm sure you saw a lot, even though you don't watch these movies as critically or as analytically or as perfect perfectly as Jason and I do. I'm sure you noticed some things. <laughs> I, I noticed some of the things you guys were talking about after I listened to the episode. I definitely noticed some Tarantino. Um, the choreographers, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't notice that unless you told me <laughs> um, but like I said I, I think the the only action scene I really have there are two action scenes in the film I have a big problem with and that's the bowling alley fight and mm-hmm. and the fight at the end those are the those are the, oh, the slow motion one at the at the diner yeah I always hate seeing a diner get shot up I like diners a lot what did you think of the diner scene I liked it but I, I thought that the whole movie was going for a very whimsical feeling even though it's about killing people <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was kind of silly and, like you guys said, cartoonish. And I don't know. It just it didn't bother me as much as it bothered you guys. Uh, it would have been cool to see some faster yeah. fight integrated into that scene. But oh, I just thought the slow motion fit with the whole feel of the movie. Like it was a quirky, funny movie. Yeah. It's not like comedic, yeah, yeah, especially, yeah, no. but it's just like the weird unreality. I don't think that that's unfair because there's some funny Angela. Bassett has some really funny expressions as he's slamming people around in that scene. But yeah. something I would have liked to have seen a little more since Jason really kind of keyed into this and this was the actors in the background, the people who just get shot before anything really happens. I would have liked yeah. to have seen a little more acting from them. Like there, there are people, so so in my mind, there are, in this scene, there are operators. These are people who are always ready to act. Mm-hmm. Then there are the lower ranked guys who are just collecting a paycheck don't really expect anything bad to happen in the diner. And I wanted to, I think going in with that quirkiness, it would have been funny to see more surprise in some of these people who just get killed before anything really, before they even right. know that they're about to die, before they even realize that shit's about to go south. Yeah. Or I'd like to have seen some more funny acting because the film is very, that, that slow motion is is really well shot. I mean, it's very crisp. It's very clean. Yeah. Everything. And I would have liked to have seen a little more like guys drinking coffee, like, oh shit, you know? Yeah, that would have been fun. I I, um, do kind of agree with you guys that the film is kind of uneven in the way in its quirkiness and its weirdness like it's not a straight line all the way through like it 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 like dips in and out of it a little bit and I think the the diner scene at the end probably would have worked better if it wasn't that way if it wasn't so yeah 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 that's that's okay so you like the you like the slow motion scene more than we did just because it was kind of funny it was kind of funny it could have been it wasn't it could have been funny 
right. Yeah, it might not have been great action. Yeah. Because Jason did say that some guys were just waiting their turn to like. You don't is... want to see people waiting their turn. That actually happened in Wonder Woman 2, where we saw some like shitty fighting in that. Oh. It wasn't like people waiting their turn, but in the background, Chris Pine was fighting some people with some lame choreography. And, <laughs> and Wonder Woman's doing shit in the foreground with Katra. No, Katra's from He Man. Um, Shira. Chitara. You know? From Shira. 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 That's the wrong thing, too. It's just- Cheetah, isn't it? Cheetah, cheetah, cheetah. Just cheetah. All right, I think it's from fucking Thundercats. We Sorry, can but... we can say Kristen Wig. Kristen Wig. <sighs> that's another movie I wanted to. That's that's my I wanted to like it, but didn't. Yeah. Um, you guys liked it. Oh, I didn't notice the lame choreography in that movie either. Uh, that wasn't what bothered me about the movie. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't actually didn't think that there was a lot of like necessarily. There was some lame choreography, but gosh, the fight between she and Cheetah at the end is pretty amazing. But uh, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, almost everything else in the film bothers me it's not an awesome film no you're right but back to gunpowder milkshake where which is what i asked Anya to come and publish it for you 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 said that you found the relationship between the little girl compelling did you find any of the other emotional stuff compelling did you find the mother daughter in, in in this in this instance sam and her mom to be a compelling story why is your cat I... in my frame Continue. he's freaked out he's in a new apartment <laughs> Yes, I did think that um, Scarlett and Sam was a cool relationship. I going back to Black Widow, like I I liked them more than I liked the Iron Maiden and and Black Widow relationship. Okay, it, I mean we don't get a whole lot of like it's not really explained, and it, it maybe could have been written better. But I don't know. I thought they had good chemistry. You know, no, they did. They did. Yeah, yeah. But I thought um, I thought uh, Scarlett Johansson. And uh, the character she's playing, I think, is the Iron Maiden. Okay, I don't I mean, I, I maybe know. it's a deep cut. No, they were really good in that movie. Like, I thought uh, so. The the actress who plays Melina, who Anya is calling the Iron Maiden, is an actress named Rachel Weisz, who I've who I've liked forever, and I thought they had a decent chemistry. She's awesome. Yeah, I, I, just, I like I all the characters in the movie. I, I don't know if I'm on board with you on this Black Widow business. I'm a little, a little annoyed. I'm a little annoyed that Anya doesn't like. We can movie. talk about it in this in the future. We are going to we're going to bring Anya back for. Black Widow. There is going to be some heated is, family drama audience. It definitely influenced my opinion on Gunpowder Milkshake, though, because I was like, I wanted to see something more like this. Yep. No, no, I hear you. I hear you. And it's almost like a family drama, like, even I mean, though the young girl, em- Emily, is that her name? I, I thought, yeah, Emily is the is the little girl's name, and I really thought she was great in the film, and I liked I liked. She was Karen awesome. And Karen Gillan Sam and Emily's relationship and I was really worried the whole time. What's what's Emily going to think when when she realizes that her father was killed by her savior? Yeah, no, I I liked how they handled that because I was like, oh, there's gonna be that like thing in every movie where the like the two main characters have to break up for a while and then come back together. But I liked that they didn't do that, and uh, I don't know. I just liked how willing Emily was to just suddenly throw herself into this world. A uh, couple things I want to note here, audience. I didn't notice that trope. Main character 
characters have to split up and come back together until I was like 30 or something. But <laughs> my daughter has spotted it a lot sooner. That's either great parenting by me or she's just a lot smarter movie watching. It's, it's an annoying. I. It, it really is. It is. It very is. annoying. The movie breakup before the characters come back together. But yeah, I thought yeah. I thought that, that was how the bad guys were going to get her. That they were going to, like she was going to be yeah. like, you killed my dad. And she's going to storm off and get caught by the bad guys. But that doesn't happen. We get yeah, a no. touching we get a pretty touching scene with Carla Gugino who is the uh, one of the librarians and she's in a ton of movies you guys will recognize her but I uh, love her man you and me both she's a great actress she's in Sin City she's in uh, she's in well, she's in Spy Kids she's in Spy, well, obviously that's what Jason pointed out she's in Spy Kids and she's great in Spy Kids she's in The Watchmen yeah she is she is folks you might not notice this because it happens pretty quick she is Martha Wayne she is and I just learned this a few days ago uh, she's the voice of the Batmobile in the, in, in, the in the new film and she's the voice of the Batmobile in one of the animated films as well in the latest animated wow. film. Yeah. Uh, Carla Gugino is a great sport she's a great actress and boy her dramatic turn in I think Anya and I will agree here her dramatic turn uh, defending Emily in Gunpowder Milkshake is the heart of that action scene of the fi- the library fight I think that they had probably one of the best fight scenes in the film I agree the, the axe I thought it was so cool that she just picked up an axe <laughs> I'm always for picking up an axe too guys audience. it was awesome for the past couple of years I've been trying to learn how to fight with the tomahawk so anytime I see anybody <laughs> pick up a hand axe I'm all for it and she really I mean she really goes for it as an actress and, and in that fight scene I just think it's really good I actually ended up watching a bit of the movie Face Off and this is where I want to go back to that kind of Papa Shadows kind of homaging other filmmakers he's I don't want to say steals, but he basically takes a scene from Face Off and puts it in his film. In the movie Face Off, Nicolas Cage, audience, you need to see the movie Face Off. There are going to be people who say, don't see the movie Face Off, but they're fucking stupid people. And you need I've, to see John Woo's Face Off. I've never seen Face Off. All right. So we're going to have on you back for another episode. <laughs> Face Off. Uh, Nicolas Cage doing an impression of John Travolta. John Travolta doing an impression of Nicolas Cage. Gina Gershon, John Woo, Bazillion Square. Squibs, audience squibs are the little explosions that happen on people when they get shot in movies. Because people don't really get shot in movies, do they, Anya? One time, at least. Oh, shit. She made a crow reference. <laughs> that was cold. But we're going to have her back for her face off. <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. Uh, where was I before I got on my... Lost you my... said that they that Papuchato, is that <laughs> his name? He really steals this 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 moment uh, from from face off. Nicolas Cage puts a pair of headphones on a little, uh, on a little kid in the film because there's about to be a lot of shooting. And that is uh, the song that the kid hears as people get slayed is Somewhere Over the Rainbow. And it's funny that this kid is listening to And people are getting assassinated. And in this film, I don't remember what they play for the kid, but... I think it was um, uh, Take a Piece of My Heart by Janis Joplin, or Piece of My Heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, great song, both both situations. But but Gina, uh, uh, Carla Gugino puts headphones over Car- uh, Emily before she picks up the minigun and lays waste to a lot of people. Uh, and she gets to hear a good song while a lot of people get blown to bits. But, I mean, it's a scene directly from John Woo's uh, face-off. Hmm. So, now, is this homage or is this plagiarism? I, I think it's more 
homage, but it's so it's kind of ham fisted. But whether it's a ham fisted homage or not, it's a great scene in this movie. It was awesome. Uh, I don't know if you could. I don't, yeah, I don't know if you could say that it was plagiarism. Def, I, I think that would be a reach. Yeah, but. I think it's homage. I mean, I think it's I think it's. Yeah, homage. I thought it, I mean, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have known because I, of course, haven't seen Face Off. But a lot of people in a lot of movies shoot miniguns. And it's, it's true, awesome. It's true. Uh, audience, I think that, has, that Anya hasn't seen Face Off. It has to be a parenting fail moment for me. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Now, audience, my father saw Face Off and he duplicated a gesture from face off for all the grandkids uh you have to see face off to know what that gesture is but he would uh but i'll leave it to you guys go see face off and and take a guess you know, my dad didn't shoot all the grandkids obviously so it's something touching that he would do to, what does he do uh, oh so anya wants me to reveal it now he would do this thing where he would like uh put his fingers on your forehead and kind of go down your face with it and it's what john travolta's character does in in face off my dad would do that to all the grandkids after he saw that he thought it was a really cool gesture and uh i thought well, that's all I, all I would ever think was like, my, my dad thinks he's John Travolta from Face Off. You know, <laughs> I'm worried dad's going to shoot a bunch of people now. I never worried that my dad's my dad's a great guy. And it's funny. My dad doesn't listen to our podcast, though. So I'm a little disappointed in him. I don't think they have any Apple products <laughs> or know how to open the podcast out. They don't know how to open anything. Um, much love to them, though. Much. They do. But I, I thought Carla, Carla Gugino, the kind of emotion and resignation that she shows Emily before she steps out of the van i was really moved by that yeah the scene where she dies i felt like she had the most emotion in yeah, her yeah, face yeah yeah. I yeah like she had the I best think, acting moment in the movie yeah um, i think she had a good time well, before, I, I, before she died you know um like i think she was glad she did what she did absolutely she sort of dropped the ball though let emily get caught she was shot and she was fighting somebody with an axe i would not lose emily if i got shot and i would have reloaded, never been shot I would have reloaded the minigun is what i would have done <laughs> doesn't that take a minute I, it might i have no idea how Please. You've never been shot before and you've never loaded a minigun. Audience, this isn't true. I have been shot before. By a bullet? Yes. Yes. It was well, it was a ricochet from a bullet. Oh, well, you shot it though. I did shoot, but I've still been <laughs> shot. Uh, I thought my finger had gotten blown off and my grandpa and my dad got very worried. I was very touched by their worry. Um, but uh, anyway, so my daughter's wrong. I have been shot. I have never loaded a minigun and I haven't been shot that severely. But, but if I had been shot like I was at that shooting range, I would have been able to stop the axe wielding guy from from taking Emily. I want to just say that. <laughs> if now. the bullet had grazed my pinky. It wasn't I my would... fucking pinky. It was my 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 pointer <laughs> finger, my index finger. Okay. But anyway, what did you think of the librarians, Anya? I thought it was awesome. Okay. Um <laughs> And that's all I have to say. <laughs> Podcast over. Did you have no, a it, librarian? Did you have what? What about the libraries? The librarians made you happy. I don't know. I don't know. Just I don't know if it was all those actresses in one spot, or if it was the idea of those women existing. <laughs> I thought that the the gun system was a little confusing because yeah, how I, would you find the right gun if it's just in a book somewhere? Well, yeah, I didn't know how the literature correlated <laughs> to the caliber of gun or the style of gun at all. No, I didn't understand that. I'm sure they had a system. It reminded me a lot of John Wick, though. It reminded me a lot of uh, the hotel and yes, yes, not in a bad way. No, I, I, no. I thought that was cool, but yeah, I, I wondered like what their deal was because it didn't seem like they were like taking jobs. You know, no, no, they, they seem like kind of a neutral organization, and they, I mean, like Sam gets sent to them for new equipment. Yeah, and so they're they're yeah. they're a resource in this community, sort of like the hotel. Right. They, I would they, I would like to see like a prequel or a sequel 
sequel about well, on Twitter, them. On Twitter, I said, I want to see a movie, a spinoff show or movie about the librarians. In yeah. Also, I felt like anime and Scarlet were definitely girlfriends because anime was so mad at her and everyone else was l- so much less mad at her. So so you're on the side that like girlfriends, girlfriends. Yes, I think that they liked, e- liked, liked each other. Like, liked each other. <laughs> Weird. Okay. 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 I. That's where I kind of came out because it seemed kind of like in an over, like they were like implying it, but like pretty obviously. Yes. 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 And like, she was so angry when everyone else was like kind of happy to see her. Why oh, you didn't break up with me? Or yeah, everybody yeah. Had, had that vibe. So that would just be a very cool. Like it would be super cool to just explore all of their relationships more because you get the sense that they were all really tight. Yes. Yes. I definitely wanted to see. I wanted to see more. I want. I mean, so that's a credit to the writing. I also wanted to know more, see more. I liked their relationships with each other. I wanted more Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, I think what you guys were saying about um, just like the director and and maybe the writing just didn't make room for those women to do all of the things they are capable of doing. You know. Well, I mean, it happens, but like to to cite a, a different show, uh, John Wick Three, like it doesn't have much Halle Berry, but yeah. it, it really does. The directors say. Well, we've got her for like 10 minutes and we're mm-hmm. going to basically make her a star for 10 minutes. I mean, she is, she's as good as John Wick in this, in the, in any, I mean, she's, she's as equal in the scene. And so I guess I would, I guess I was kind of looking for that in that scene, but I love the librarians. I want to know more about them. I want a movie about them. Yeah. And Lena Heaton. Um, maybe there, maybe there'll be another movie. I felt like there was going to be another movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I've already, I think I, well, according to Jason, they're already in, they're already developing it. Yeah. I think, what I have to say about the movie is um wait I lost it oh shit <laughs> okay so I liked the movie a lot but it wasn't like it's we're here talking and being like oh it would have been cool if they did this or that so it wasn't like my favorite movie of this genre because mm-hmm. we're still here like wishing they did more stuff for us gotcha. but yeah I just I wasn't as in my head I wasn't as hard as on it as I felt like you guys were were we out of line on, were we out of line on I don't think so. I think we just have different opinions. <laughs> well, okay, okay. Because it seems like you liked it. I feel like I, you I mean, I did like it. it. I, I, I think that I'm probably being... So I, I think that I'm being harder on the technical elements than average audience people will be. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all pretty fair. Anything else you want to say about your wrong opinion about Gunpowder Milkshake? <laughs> <laughs> It was just a nice movie to sit down and watch, you know? Yes, I think I think I totally agree. It was, it was just you fun. I, yeah, you and I texted a little bit about it. I think yeah. I said, well, that was a cute movie. Yeah, it was a cute movie. Um, there's nothing wrong with being a cute movie. Yeah, I think it, what you guys were saying about it being cartoonish, I, it would have also been a very cute cartoon, kind of like the Harley Quinn show. Like, that would be very fun. Yes. Well, I, I when I was saying cartoonish, and I think when Jason was saying cartoonish, that wasn't a criticism. That was No, no, I didn't think so either. I just... It, it kind of speaks to the art direction also. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Anya, have we exhausted the, the topic of Gunpowder Milkshake? I guess so. All I see in my mind right now is Karen Gillan's face. That is peak Gunpowder Milkshake. <laughs> what? Where can people find you? Where oh. are you on the social medias? I am on Instagram as, as ons underscore solo. A-N-Z. It's a play on, on words. What? <laughs> Holy shit. What do you do? On solo on solo yes yes yes. is there a place where people can so everybody my daughter is an amazing artist she does art 
stuff. And uh, is there a place, do you have a place where people can look at your art, potentially buy your art, commission you for art? Should people should people text you at, at Insta or? Well, right now I, I am working on setting up a website. Uh, it's, I don't understand how to do that, but I have been trying. <laughs> so right now my art, my Instagram is mainly my, my art Instagram, but um, for commissions, if they want, people wanted to email me, it would just be Anya L. Driffle at gmail.com. That's my new official work email. <laughs> All right. Don't be creepers, motherfuckers. I will fucking hound you down if you fucking bother my daughter with creeper nonsense. Don't even think I won't. <laughs> So yeah, so that's Anya. Check her out that's on all of her platforms. She's are you on Twitter? Do you use Twitter? Yeah, I am on Twitter, but mostly I'm just like retweeting funny things. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Anya's not moving society forward on Twitter. That's fine. That's fine. All right, well, kid, thanks for uh, stepping in for my uh, lame co-host whose internet went down and his computer said "fuck you." Uh, yeah, I, I hope it was interesting. I, I kept being at a loss for words. Well, you'll you'll get better at this. You'll get better at this all right guys share us on social media share us on the twitters the facebook's the instagrams text us to your friends who don't know anything about movies they'll need to see yeah. this, this podcast Ani, what's your favorite episode of max and jason watch a movie oh i don't know hold on no shit i'm gonna I'll look at this. i'll cut the weight out audience don't worry <laughs> i like all of them but i think said his favorite before everything went to shit tonight on tonight's recording uh jason said his favorite episode was our our Dolph Lundgren Masters of the Universe episode. He thinks it's our best episode. <laughs> well, I really like the Richard Donner one. Okay. Well, we, were just, was, we just touched on Richard Donner. Yeah, but um, it was also really fun to hear you guys talk about Conan. Oh. Um, I don't know. I like all of them. You hear that, audience? A, a child of taste. If you were going to introduce Max and Jason watching movie, what episode would you say they should listen to first? Hmm. If you, if you really wanted to, like, these, I, I want them to listen to this show i want them to, to just jump on board uh probably the masters of the universe one okay okay not a lot of people have seen that movie i don't think but i it's funny you guys really go to town on it we do and and i love it but uh you and i watched it last mm -hmm. year i think it's uh, a fun movie <laughs> yes yes what's your verdict should people watch masters of the universe absolutely all right you heard it from anya the artist on instagram <laughs> at ans solo it's a play on words Good night audience night all right, so have you ever done a podcast before? Do you know how these things work? No, but I do listen to a lot of them. No, that's not very exciting. He just doesn't have a good guy face. Oh! Flawless victory.